You're listening to Leveling Up, where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business. It's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host, Eric Sue. Okay, everyone, today we have the Chili Piper CEO and co-founder, Nicholas Vandenberg. Nick, well, there's a couple things that you do. You also do another business too, which you can talk about in a second. But first and foremost, welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. So yeah, give us a little background, kind of who you are, what you do, because I just gave a really short snippet. Yeah, as I'm sure you will guess quickly, I'm originally French. I came to the US in the mid-90s. I went to Stanford Business School. I uh, met Steve Jobs at that time. That got me uh, into a track of tech entrepreneur. I thought that's uh, such a brilliant activity, so I became a tech entrepreneur. I've done three companies before that I've sold in different uh, circumstances. And most recently, I started Chili Piper. We uh, build a solution for salespeople. Got it. Can you give us a little more background when you say solution for salespeople? How does it work exactly? Yeah, so we really see a huge opportunity in helping salespeople do their job better. We started with a very uh, clear problem, which is a problem of uh, scheduling with their customers. So our solution solves a very simple problem. I'm actually surprised that we were the first to think of it. When companies spend a lot of money on marketing, they bring prospects to their website. The prospect uh, then fill a form and upon submit gets a thank you page that says, thank you, somebody's going to call you. And they're left wondering who's going to call me and when. And that process is actually uh, creates a lot of leakage. So instead of the thank you page, we have a, a script a snippet that our customers put in their page. And upon form submission, we're going to, in real time, take the data from the form, qualify the prospect, find the sales rep that should take the meeting, dial the sales rep and dial the prospect so that they're immediately in touch. And if the sales rep is not available, then we retrieve his or her calendar and let the prospect book a meeting. So it's this instant connection upon filling a form that is, of course, a lot more satisfying for the prospect and actually tends to do a lot better for the companies. Our, our customers typically double their conversion rates on the inbound channel. Wow. Okay. Doubling conversion rates. Do you guys raise any money? And if so, how much money have you raised to date? We have an unusual uh, history in financing because we bootstrapped all the way to 2 million uh, ARR. And at 2 million, we decided to take a seed fund. We, we did, 2 million is typically territory for A round, but we took a 3 million seed round back in February. We did that because uh, we were cash positive, so we didn't really need the money on the current trajectory, but we wanted to invest in new products. So we've done that. We took 3 million. There's something amazing about Chili Piper that we grew to 2 million in run rate with only two engineers. Wow. I actually wrote a blog post about them because they're complete heroes. These two amazing guys, Andrew and Santiago. And so we had these, these beautiful customers like, uh, you know, we just signed Gainsight, uh, Facebook, Intuit, and yet we only had two engineers behind the scene. So we really have a focus on finding uh, amazing, talented people. And what we've done when we took this seed round is we've hired uh, nine more engineers. So we now have a team of 11 and we're building products like there's no tomorrow. So we really see a huge opportunity in helping salespeople and we uh, want to bring more great solutions to them. And I can't find that blog post right now. Is it actually, no, I think I found it. Is it Indie Hackers bootstrapping from idea to 2 million ARR? That's uh, about the bootstrapping. And then there's another blog post about my gratitude to our two engineers. It's a LinkedIn blog post, uh, I think. Uh, it's got something like that you uh, 
Superman superpower behind a, a success, something like that. I'll find it for you. Superpower, Chili Piper, success. Let's just put that into Google right now. You know, I'll find it or, you know, you'll send a link afterwards yeah. and we'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think that's an amazing story. So how do you guys make money? Can you walk us through how you make money and how you generally price? We, we make money in the simplest way. Uh, we charge for subscriptions. They're based on the number of users and we charge upfront for 12 months. So our current price is $25 a month a user. We uh, focus on scheduling and, as I mentioned, the uh, ability to book directly from a form. So it's compared to the value it brings, it's priced very um, moderately. Mm-hmm. We have a no discount policy, which is very unusual, but even the biggest customers pay the same price as smaller customers. That's because, again, we've priced very reasonably and the Return on investment is massive, as you can imagine. If you double your pipeline, uh, you know, every month from the inbound, you are going to get uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you're going to pay us a few hundred dollars. So um, there's no reason to discount for us. So that's our, our model. It's very simple. Got it. Okay, I'm looking at your website right now. Did you guys coin this new term buyer enablement, or is that just a new term that I haven't heard of before? It's funny you ask because we did coin it, and our idea was to say, look, the key role of a salesperson is to help the buyer, right? Make, help the buyer go through the steps, understand what the product and go through the buying process. So we thought that's enabling the buyer and we call it buyer enablement. Then we found that Gartner uh, wrote an article of buyer enablement and they use it in a different sense. So most likely we're going to either meet Gartner and agree on what it means or change our term because uh, they're really talking about providing uh, data to the buyer, right? Uh, like in the context of content and content to the buyer where we're really about process. We're really about making the process efficient for everybody. Yeah. So our solution, we call it concierge, the inbound solution I described when people fill a form and get connected immediately. And there's no content in there. It's just that the buyer has a much better experience because the process is better, right? Instead yeah. of waiting for somebody to call they're going to uh, get that instantly. So that's really what we're about. We're about uh, focusing on the buyer. We found also that the form problem was a break point, right? So there was a break point. And what the reason why companies didn't solve that problem before is because the form is owned by marketing on the website, and then the follow-up process is owned by sales. So marketing would get the leads all the way to filling a form and then say, okay, sales, now your job, the lead is in the database, go and follow up with them. And that was the break point because two different teams. And we found that there are some other break points, typically from prospecting teams, booking a meeting, and then account executing every to follow up, or from account executive to account managers. So we're very focused on this collaboration between teams. We have a product called Handoff to help scheduling the handoffs. And now we're working on things that are around collaboration that are going to be, uh, um, we hope, breakthrough solutions like Concierge has been to to help teams work better on the sales process. Right. And how many customers do you have today? We have north of 300 customers. Mm -hmm. Last time you said you're at 2 million ARR. What are you roughly around today? We've doubled. We've doubled. Yeah, okay. we've doubled every over year, so we had doubled that amount. Wow, congrats. What size should sales organizations be before using it? Or is it just like, hey, if you have even one salesperson paid to 25 bucks a month, they should be using Chili Piper? Yeah, the latter, right? There's nobody who should leave their prospect hanging on a right. form or their website. Mm-hmm. But obviously, uh, we do very sophisticated things. So the larger the company, the more value they get from our routing and, and distribution solution. 
Right. But it, it, so it, it goes from one license to 2,000 licenses and more. Right. Okay. And how long do you think it took you to get to product market fit? How many years do you think it took you from just starting out and um, saying, hey, we got this thing? I cheated. <laughs> and, and, and I recommend people cheat. We got into a lot of discussions with people. And I found a company, it's a company called 5000 in San Francisco that had a problem. Ah, yeah. And, and then I went to Saster. Mm. And I went to around the, the, the booth, you know, at Saster and around people and asked them, do you have that problem? The problem was very specific. I'm going to tell you what it was. They um, had prospecting teams getting on the phone with uh, prospects. And then they had to book with an account executive, but there were there was a team of account executives, so they need to find which one should take the meeting, and then find that person's calendar, then create the invite, then send the invite, and they would take them seven minutes. So five stars came to us and say, "Can you solve that problem? We need to book in real time, but it's complex because there's this issue of distribution. So that booking and distribution put together, we call it the handoff process." was a big pain point and it was a very clear problem at seven minutes. Uh, it was costing a lot of money. So I went to Sastra, as I mentioned, I talked to a lot of companies and about half of them said, we have this problem. We have a spreadsheet to track what has been booked. It's a nightmare. So we started with that and uh, Five Stars was the first customer. Immediately after we signed Greenhouse in New York, the well-known uh, ATS company. Um, but we knew that they had this problem. and. So when I say cheated, uh, you know, it's actually a method I recommend to everybody. The drawback of that method is that you're going to end up addressing something quite narrow. You know, you're not going to change the world by addressing a problem that people tell you I have right now. But our logic was we really want to start getting revenues, being business, talking to people, and from there we'll be able to extend to uh, to bigger projects. So that's how we did it. Okay. It sounds to me, you basically did live customer development at Saster, which is like the perfect spot for you because there's a lot of sales organizations. And how many people do you think you spoke to there? Probably a dozen. Okay. Actually, I would say a dozen told me they had the problem. So it probably took to twice as many. Yeah. I think that's a really important point because I think back to our software right now on ClickFlow, you know, the thing for us is we kind of did it backwards. We didn't do as much customer development in the beginning and we kind of just built on like serving people. Hey, would you use this? And when we actually sat down and talked to people, we got deeper and figured out what the real problems were. And then we started to build around it. And then we basically got it reversed. So sounds like you did it the right way initially. And I think it's, um, there's a lot of books out there. Do you have any recommendations on customer development? Well, then the world literature, Eric Ries and, and you know, these guys, they, they do a really good job. But you're right. It's very tempting to come up with an idea and say, this idea is, is right. I know it. And uh, get started and then realize that it's not quite what people, uh, the problem that people have. It's not to say it's not a, you can't start that way, but just like you experience at some stage, you're going to have to make a lot of adjustments. Got it. Okay. Makes sense. And you said 300 or 3,000 paying customers. We are on our way to 3,000, but right now we're at 350, I think, 350. 350, got it. So kind of ARR typically would be like about 11 grand or so a year. That's right. Got it. Okay, cool. And what is working really well for you in terms of growth today? We're fortunate that there's a viral aspect to our product because when people use our tool to book a meeting, uh, the person who's booked a meeting has this great experience. So we have a lot of, uh, of inbound coming from uh, not referrals, but people who've experienced the product and want to um, use it f for their own prospect. So that's uh, more than half uh, what we do. Now we've launched some additional uh, solutions. One of them is to help people schedule meetings at events. 
And we're finding that LinkedIn is a very efficient way to for us to get in touch with the right people. Both uh, paid ads and direct connections. We target, you know, our events target events managers. You find the title on LinkedIn. You these people have a problem. We call them or email them and say, hey, we know you have a problem. It's a hassle to book meetings ahead of an event. How about you use our solution? And we're getting a high level response. Same thing for our concierge product. Uh, it's typically the demand gen people who, who um, are frustrated that they bring all these leads and the leads don't convert because sales doesn't follow up in real time. So they take it on themselves to take action and buy Chili Piper. So we're able to reach them via LinkedIn. Got it. I'm looking at your website right now. Do you guys, would you say you compete with these calendar scheduling tools or are you complementary to them? We compete. Got it. Okay. We're in, we in, in the calendaring scheduling business. Got it. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. Now, what is your favorite book that you recommend? I'll just go with my most recent uh, book. And I, I've just finished Never Split the Difference by uh, Eric Voss. And I've loved that book. It talks mostly about uh, negotiation, but it's very, very applicable to sales. And uh, right now, we're very focused at Chili Paper in improving sales performance. We're really looking for any um, insights on what makes a great salesperson and how we can train our own salespeople to get better. And that, that's a great book. I also, as I mentioned before, call, uh, have a strong interest in neuroscience. Mm -hmm. So... That's kind of a different type of literature, but there's this amazing new discipline called neuroeconomics, which is the science of combining economics and neuroscience to understand how people make decisions. The Bible is a book by Paul Glimcher, a guy at NYU. So as you know, I'm based in New York and we meet about every month. He's written this book called Neuroeconomics. There's something like 32 chapters in the different experiments they've done, and there's Obviously not for the faint of heart because it's a scientific book, so it's not like watching a movie, but it's, there's a lot of uh, amazing new discoveries in that book. Okay. What is your favorite tool aside from your own? I've got to say, so Chili Pepper, I understand is disqualified, um, but I've started another company uh, called GypsyBot to solve my own problem. So that's got to be my favorite tool. I suffer from ADHD. Uh, attention deficit. Mm -hmm. We am not the only one. And so I found many times myself at the end of the day thinking, geez, I didn't do as much as I wanted and I didn't focus on the important things. So we built a tool called Gypsy, but that's a to-do list combined with uh, distraction blocking and priority setting. It's a simple concept, but just because when you start on a task, we block uh, every distraction. And that has helped me so much. It's amazing. So that's right now, that's, that's on top of my list. All right. We'll drop that in the show notes. Which company or founder are you following right now? We, so obviously, I follow my competitors uh, in, in the calendaring business. There are two companies that we don't compete against, but have impressed me. It's HubSpot and Drift. Both of them, because they've done a really good job in... Uh, marketing, right? Building this massive adoption uh, on products that don't possibly, uh, in the case of HubSpot, there's nothing special about the HubSpot products. It's just a really, really good job in marketing. And I think we tech entrepreneurs can, can learn from them. Love it. All right, Nick, what's the best way for people to find you online? To come to our website because you can try your product. Uh, if you uh, come to chilipiper.com and request a demo, you will actually book a demo with our tool that's designed to help people book a demo. So it's chilipiper, C-H-I-L-I-P-I-P-E-R.
Cool. Chili Piper, not Chili Pepper, guys. First, I thought it was Chili Pepper. It's actually Chili Piper, P-I-P-E-R. That's right. That's right. Get that. All right, Nick, thanks so much for doing this. Thanks so much, Eric. You may have completed this level, but many more bosses await. If you're looking to level up in marketing or business, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up to get access to our individual and team training programs. That's singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up.